You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Now, um, we don't often um, back up with uh, guests. We have uh, a few times uh, people of interest and uh, for whatever reason we've spoken to some medical people two or three times and uh, other people of interest. Uh, but uh, we've spoken to this man before and I wanted to get him in today because I... He's a, an acquaintance of mine. He's a friend of mine. I'm not an associate of his, but I get on well with him. And uh, I saw some headlines in the paper. Uh, not that I read the papers too much, and I was intrigued by a statement which leapt out at me. And I thought, I'm sure this man didn't mean how this headline came out, but uh, let's not presuppose that uh, I know what uh, the headline meant. It was a provocative, salacious headline. I can't believe... He would have um, said it knowing he was being <laughs> recorded or taken in that way. So that's a very clumsy preamble into welcoming uh, to You Cannot Be Serious. Um, I, I, he needs no introduction, but of course I'll introduce him to him. He heads up uh, arbitration, and, uh, arbitration and Mediation Services. That's the name of his company. Uh, he's, he's looking at me as though that's not the name he's come to. Arbitration and Mediation that's correct. Services. Arbitration and he's uh, Michael Gatto. Now, Mick, this is the second time we've spoken on You Cannot Be Serious. So welcome uh, to us. Thanks, Sam. Firstly, I'd like to wish you a happy birthday. Ah. I wish you a birthday today. So I, I appreciate that, I Mick. all I'm your dreams come true. Yeah. So I was alerted to someone. I, I read a lot of... Um, stuff on the internet and uh, uh, X and um, WhatsApp and all that and there's a lot of chatter goes on about everything that's going on in the world and a headline leapt out at me about an arbitration matter that you were involved in and it said, we can cause you grief and I thought, my God, um, people would read that and uh, they would immediately jump to the conclusion that you're going to go around there with uh, AK-41s and beat people into a pulp and uh, uh, and I'm sure that's not what that meant. Could you uh, could you explain why you made that statement and what was it about, Mick? All right, first I'd like to say, um, you know, don't let the truth get in the way of a good story because that's exactly what's happened here. Um, I had... Uh, I was engaged by a builder to try and recover some money for him that was owed and equipment in the guts Mr. of two or three million. This is not Mr Toscano. This no, is the man I was, who en I was engaged by another builder that's oh. Cobalt. Yes. Toscano is a developer. And um, uh, I rang Toscano up and I said to him, um, uh, Nick Toscano, who I know his father actually, he's got a fruit shop in Kew, lovely old man. Uh, his father would probably be embarrassed, but anyway... Um, I rang him and said to him, look, I'd like to have a round table uh, in relation to CoBuild, a, a company that's been doing your building that's uh, uh, owed a lot of money and you've got all their equipment and whatever and you've changed all the locks so they can't get in. You put this, security this, you're, guards. You're acting on behalf of the subbies and the I, people I'm who acting, have equipment I'm acting there. I'm on behalf of the subbies, 20 subbies and the building. Trying to retrieve their um, equipment. Yeah, so just they can keep working and, yep. and whatever and, 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 and the lift... 
they had a lift there and all the uh, scaffolding that uh, they're paying eighty thousand a month in leases, which they're still doing now. They've been doing that for about ten, twelve months, and they've spent about a million bucks of lawyers, and they've got a million dollars owing them anyway. So I just said to him, "Let's have a round table." He agreed. He goes, "Mate, good idea." I said, "I know people you know. I know your dad, whatever." And he says, yeah, I know you do. He says, mate, that sounds good. I'll come back to you. Anyway, um, he come back to me and... and, and This is Mr Toscano's son. It's Toscano. Yeah, Nick Toscano. Yes. Uh, uh, The fruiterer's son. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Joe Toscano, I think his name is. Well, Joe is the... uh, Is that... Nick is is Joe's son, is it? Yeah, so Joe's a developer. Sorry. Joe's a developer. I've got me, uh, me Toscano's mixed up. Have you so had a relationship with Joe in the past, or I've, has it I've, been uh, strange? Might have, might have bumped into him once or twice, but I've had no dealings with him. So anyway, we had this in-depth conversation about the situation. I said to him, "Look, I said let's just sit down, and have a round table. There's three sides to a story, as we all know. There's your side, there's theirs, and there's the truth. Let's sit down, and try and work something out." Uh, and he was agreeing to go down that track, you know. And I said, "Mate." I said, otherwise you're going to get a lot of grief from the unions because, um, you know, uh, you owe all these people money and if you try and get another builder to come and complete the job, they're not going to let them do it because until this is settled, and and that's the way the union operate, they're they're very passionate about doing that with their members and and people in the industry that are are owed money by developers – that, you know, they they won't let him complete until the matter's sorted. So, so, so Mick, if I you explain that to him, but uh, so if you don't uh, if you don't continue this, it doesn't matter who takes over the process. The unions won't allow the unions will want their the unions will want their money back, or they they won't let him proceed. Uh, whether you're involved or not, is that whoever, well, that, whichever union? Yeah, that, uh, that's normally the consensus with the union. They look after their members. They've got nearly forty thousand members, and this sort of thing happens every day. And they frown upon they'll it. They'll make because, sure the subbies and the people yeah, are paid. Yeah, they frown upon it. I mean, it's Christmas. You know, everyone's doing it, doing it tough. And you can imagine these poor, poor subbies and all that. How tough they're probably doing it now. So people will be wondering why I'm doing this with you. I'm not an apology for you or what goes on in your industry. I have no idea about it, but I've got a feeling that you were rounded up just from the limited reading I've done, rounded up by some um, uh, reputable journalists or, or journalists that have, uh, have won awards and things and work for in various stages, The Age and the ABC, and uh, they've given out their side, of course, they'll give out their side of it, but I'm not sure that we've heard your side of it, Mick, and I'm just wondering why uh, other media organisations wouldn't say, um, is this vaguely right, what these people are saying, and uh, would you like to have a comment, and could we record you saying it, and um, maybe is that... That's basically why I asked you to come in here, because I, 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 as you say, there's always two sides to the story, and I'm not an apologist for you or anything you do. I'm just interested to know why there wouldn't be two sides to this. Seems seems a bit weighted uh, in favour of uh, uh, the quid pro quo of the people who are acting on behalf of the uh, bloke who's gone, well, he's gone to liquidation, has he? Mr. Uh, no, he hasn't, he hasn't no. gone to liquidation oh, yet, he hasn't. but... He's got a $14 company that, um, that uh, he could go into liquidation and everyone would get nothing. They've been pursuing it legally and their lawyers have told them uh, to stop the legal pursuing because 
even if they win, they'll lose because he's got a $14 company. It's a shelf company. It's worth nothing. Is that an L- a limited liability company? An LLC, is it? Yeah, or whatever? yeah. So, so he's obviously set out to do this from the start. And uh, he's a journalist for The Age himself. Uh, uh, this is Mr McKenzie, is it? No, no, this is Mr Toscano. He's a journalist oh. at The Sun. At is The he? Age, sorry. Uh, if you look at his LinkedIn, you know, it comes up that he does all this stuff with The Age. He's a reporter there. His son's a reporter there. And his wife is a reporter there. His wife's a senior crime reporter, Tammy Mills. And I've had several calls from senior journalists from The Age asking me about this matter. And I've explained to them, look, all I want to do is get the bloke to a round table and try and sort it out. And they said, I will help you do that. You know, we'll try and get him to do that. But all along, they're all recording me and wanting me to trip up and say something silly or whatever and and get arrested. He did go to the police and the police said, we've got no interest. He went to the police saying that, you know, I've rang him up. Ask him to come to a meeting and whatever, whatever. Didn't threaten him, Mick, or anything? Never threatened him. My partner, John Curry, went there and and left his business card there with uh, the security at the front of the joint. He said, look, we want to get our equipment out for the builder, whatever, you know, left his card there and never said a thing wrong. And the statement, we could cause you grief, was uh, not a uh, an intimidatory, inflammatory statement not at all. to a frightened living suitcase out of it. It was just purely to explain to him that whatever he does in the future with the building there, it's not going to get finished until these matters are sorted because, you know, like I said, the union frown upon all that sort of stuff. So so I take it, Mick, that we could... Um, <laughs> so we'll be careful. I'll be careful what I say. Uh, but uh, you think there's a degree of bias in the reporting that there's one side has been <coughs> reported quite extensively because uh, Mr Toscano, who writes for The Age and the people who have sort of rounded you and your company up, uh, Mr Marin Guzman... And Mr. Nick, Mc, Mc, when the hell's his yeah, name? Nick McKenzie. McKenzie, they've sort of rounded you up a bit uh, without giving you a chance to explain. And you've, I, I saw a, I saw a um, publication that you, you put out that uh, I read that, and you say you just like the opportunity to give my side of the story, and uh, they, you haven't been availed of that opportunity, Mick. That's exactly right. Mr uh, Wakeley there, uh, Nick McKenzie, he... Yeah, no, because he's won about six or yeah, seven Wakeley awards. 14 Wakeleys, yeah, I think. 14, yeah. And well, uh, Fruit Telling Lies and whatever, but anyway, that's... No, that's no, Mick, no, no, Mick, when, when Mr. Mr McKenzie uh, has won 14 Wakeley awards, probably from not telling lies, Mick, well, uh, probably giving his side of what he thinks well, the, is the facts, the, and you are here... Correcting um, what you think are the facts, Mick, please. You're right. Well, you're right. You can understand why I make that clarification. Maybe these other 14 people in question never had an opportunity to to speak their side. But anyway, look, I don't know what he's done in the past, but all I know is that he rang my partner, John Curry, and they had a conversation about this. I haven't spoke to him for about four or five years, and I deleted his number because he put in a a bad story about me once that wasn't true. And... um, but then I decided that I'd ring him and just see what he's up to because, you know, I'm doing nothing wrong. I've been doing this for 40 years. I mean, uh, I've done nothing wrong. Yeah, uh, so I rang Nick McKenzie and we had a conversation on the phone. Did you? And, I and said, you know he'd be recording it? I, yeah, well, I didn't care whether he is or he no, that's I mean, good. I'm not silly. No, I know that, and, 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 and we had a discussion. I said, look, I said, you know, Toscano owes all this money. Uh, he, he's changed the locks on the building. He's locked everyone out. He won't give them their equipment back. You know, they, they've got bank guarantees that they won't give him back. 
the builder's been paying 80 grand a month for leases for all this stuff that that's on your building and you won't give anything back to them. It's not right, you know? So, so Nick said to me, um, oh, you know, there's, the, the, he's he reckons that the job wasn't done right and this and that and whatever. And I said, well, look, I don't know whether it was or it wasn't. I mean, like I said before, there's three sides of a story. I said, but let's sit down and try and work it out. I didn't know he was going to do a story on it at this point. And anyway, he kept asking me different questions and... Uh, in the end, uh, he said, oh, look, I'm going to do a story. He wanted me to go on 60 Minutes. And he said, you know, you're a very unique person in the industry. Uh, there's no one like you in Melbourne, no one like you in Australia that can ring the union up and stop jobs. And I said, mate, I can't ring the union up and stop jobs. Get your facts right. I said, if a builder has done something wrong and there's a big health and safety issue or whatever, I said, the union will stop the job and they'll pick at the line, the job and whatever, if, if they're 100% in the right. But I can't ring them up and say, mate, do me a favour, can you stop this job? They just won't do it. I've got a relationship with them I've had for 40 years, 30 years, and, and it's purely because, you know, I do the right thing, and I look after 15 builders now, they pay me a retainer to look after them, and it's simply because, you know, if they've got a problem, I sort it, unions don't annoy them, and that's their relationship. So, so, so is it standard practice for... Um, a um, builder who, suff- who who says that the job wasn't done right, is it standard practice in the industry to lock people out if there's a dispute and not let them... Um, lo- it's not. Let them, it's not? No, it's not at all. I mean, you know... Well, why n- isn't not, that illegal? Well, uh, well, it should be illegal and uh, I can't understand, you know, how they can allow them to do that, you know, knowing that they've got all their equipment and all this stuff in there. I mean, it's wrong as far as I'm concerned. That's the only reason... I've sort of taken it a bit personal because, uh, you know, this this Toscano, he's been in the background there taping me and trying to get me to trip up so so that, you know, I've got a problem. And uh, whereas he's in the wrong, they've made him look smell like roses and, and make me look like I'm the bad guy, when in fact I'm not the bad guy here. I'm trying to do the right thing by these subbies and builders and all that that are going to have a very tough time over Christmas. So I, I, know, I know you've been in the business for... Quarter of a century, and you've been in two royal commissions. I've, my research shows that you've done a, been in two royal commissions, and uh, been in secret hearings. You've never been charged with anything, and your your vocation and your uh, your charter is to settle disputes. A hundred percent. I'm uh, not trying to say I'm a saint, but no. But, um, but the, the, that's the, well the, done. The, the proof's in the pudding. You know? y- yes. So if Mr Mackenzie and, and, and did we say who Mr Guzman is? Did you say he was... I, I haven't... I've had no dealings with him. I only dealt with Mackenzie um, and Toscano. I'd never spoke to Guzman, whatever his name is. Well, uh, what's he, he... He was the co-author of the I don't piece. know he jumped on a bandwagon. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so if Mr Mackenzie or Mr Guzman was sitting here next to you, um, how would this... Uh, how, how would this... Um, how would this area of detente proceed? Would there be an amicable discussion or would 100%. he say, Mick, you're speaking shit, mate. Uh, you know exactly how no, this works. And 100% uh, it would be amicable and we try and resolve it. And like I told this builder, Toscano, I said, if you don't come and sit down at the table with me and try and resolve it, I'll walk away and whatever happens, happens. And I never meant that as a threat. I just meant that the union's not going to allow him to finish his job. So there was a... Um, 
there was was there a whistleblower involved in this, or have I got the, the wrong have I got the wrong case here? No, it's there's no whistleblower. There's a there's a, deve- there's a developer that that's give the, this building job to a, to, to a builder Cobalt to, to to do the building, and then over COVID for whatever reason, because they lost money or whatever, they couldn't finish it. Whatever whatever the reason being, you know, then they they, they lost they lost. Um, What's it? They tried to ring ring each other and they wouldn't take their calls. Cobalt was ringing the developer; they wouldn't take their call. Their lawyers were ringing them, trying to get them uh, to talk to the lawyers. The lawyers wouldn't even respond. So once I got involved, the lawyers all of a sudden got in touch with Cobalt's lawyers and said, oh, "If Gatto walks away, we'll resolve it." So all of a sudden now they want to talk because I'm involved. Uh, so I, I, I've walked away from how, it. How, I, how, how, why would they say if Gatto walks away they would resolve it? Because uh, they're worried about my union connections and, yeah. and, and, and maybe I can cause them grief that way, which I probably could because I've done the Cause them thing. grief in as much as um, Mick? Yeah, le- le- not, Legally not getting people to go and finish the job, whatever, until people are paid. So this is my uh, conspiracy theory. Is it, This seems to have manifested itself... Just as the new year and Christmas are coming on and trying to put pressure on that people don't want to be out of work or try and get it resolved uh, so that people can get on with their lives over the new year or Christmas? Is it, or is this just a, just a coincidence, the piece of timing about all this? Oh, look, you know, Christmas probably got a lot to do with it, um, you know, because all the builders and all that are off for three or four weeks or two or three weeks or whatever, and, you know, the developer's probably taken that on... You know, count and uh, he's probably figured, you know, I'll lock the joint up and get rid of them and I'll go away and I'll get someone else to come and finish it and I'll save myself two or three million. Well, it doesn't work that way. Uh, so you you say the building company, which is Toscano Builders? Yep. No, Toscano's a developer. They're a developer, sorry. Yeah, Cobalt are the they, Yes, and, and Toscano hasn't gone into receivership. They no, have not just. As yet. Not as yet, not but, but he, he certainly can if he wants to. Uh, he's got a shelf company worth nothing. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 so, so, so he is just just shut up shop because he's not satisfied with uh, the the builder. What the builder's doing, seeing as Toscano is the developer, is that right? That's a hundred percent. But I think he's not he's not happy because he doesn't want to pay him all this money. So, um, so it's a catch twenty two a bit. Yeah. So, so. so is is it isn't it legally? Don't legally. Is there any creditors involved here yet? Not yet. It hasn't got that far. Um, if you well, only if you go into liquidation, then the, the, a liquidator comes in and they have a meeting with the creditors. The liquidator, liquidator hasn't been appointed as yet, and um, I'm not sure uh, when that'll happen. Um, but there's still legal legal stuff going on in the background. Like I said, I've walked away from it now. Uh, because the... Uh, Why have you walked away, Mick? Well, the builder asked me to. He said, Mick, do you mind? He said that the this lawyers is... are talking to each other now, mm-hmm. uh, all of a sudden, and uh, they want to try and maybe give us back our bank guarantees or do something or whatever. And I said, look, I'm happy to walk away. I just tried to resolve the issue, you know. Um, um, so, you know, we agreed on that. So as I understand it, I, I read these uh, I read these things, so you haven't told me any of this, but as I understand it, you've had... Um, uh, several approaches by news and media organisations to uh, 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 speak to you about it, and uh, you've—I um, think you've uh, acquiesced and said I'll do that. But uh, they've got a bit jumpy and don't want to put any of your statements or film or um, interviews to air. 
Is uh, is that I, I vaguely find, right or not? I find it absolutely incredible, Sam. Uh, I had uh, a senior reporter, crime reporter from the uh, Herald Sun that rang me through a lawyer and they said they're very, very interested in doing your side of the story. They'll come and get a film crew down there and uh, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, Why wouldn't they do that? I'm just going to tell you. So oh, yes, I said, sorry, great, sorry. I'm Thank very you, happy Mick. to do that. I agree with it all. An hour later he rang back and he said, look, I've put it to the editors and they don't want to do it. And I said, why? Because of Mr Wakeley. They were scared to go against him. Uh, this is Mr McKenzie who's won this 15 right. Wakeley Awards. Yeah. Walk, Walkley Awards, yeah, I'm sorry. Walkley so you, so the anyway, Wakeley, you yeah. say they're Walkley, Walkley Awards. Awards. Very so, famous so awards. So anyway, I said, no problem, I understand the way it works. I said, I'm not going to let it rest, I'm going to get my side out there. Then the next minute this bloke rings me from, through a lawyer again, um, from uh, the Daily Telegraph, and um, he said to me, we're very, very interested in doing the story. He said, I'm going to fly a crew down to Melbourne tomorrow. Uh, I said, I'm down the peninsula. He said, no problem, we'll come down there. And uh, I'd love to do it. I says, great. An hour later, the same thing happened. He rang back and he said, oh, look, he said, I spoke to the editors and, uh, and they don't want to do it. They, don't, they reckon it's a Melbourne, a Melbourne, uh, Melbourne news and they're not interested, which is complete nonsense. Uh, uh, so after this, another reporter, a lawyer rings me again, the same lawyer, said there's another reporter who, who's a senior reporter in the industrial side of things. He will do the story. So I ring him up and I said, look, I said, I've already spoke to someone at the Herald Sun, a senior reporter. He put it to the editors, they knocked it on the head. He said, Mick, I'll get it done. I said, OK, beautiful, I'm very happy to get my side out there. I'll have the same thing up. OK, so, so, so what is, this is me saying this, the media and news organisations probably uh, don't want you to besmirch the credibility of their organisation by countering whatever has been said and they're a bit fearful that people might think, well, what you've said is pretty reasonable and... Um, uh, and um, it mightn't look well for the credibility of, of what we're writing in the paper. I, I don't know, Mick, but it seems ridiculous that if you're a news-gathering organisation, you wouldn't want to try, no matter who you are, get two sides of the story. That's that, As I say, I, the only thing that drew my attention to this was um, we can cause you grief, and I thought, oh, no, surely that's not what that means. And I, I understand that, that you wouldn't... Is silly enough to to say that in what people would think that means. Look, I think blind blind Freddie could sort of work it out that uh, that that it's not true and uh, it's all nonsense. You know, even the last paragraph in that article that says that that I said to him, you know, print the truth, otherwise if I see you in the street, I'm going to deal with you. Well, he didn't. Uh, think pardon, pardon me, Mick. In the last paragraph <laughs> in the in the Age write up and mm. and the Financial Review said that Nick McKenzie, he said mm. that I said to him, print the truth, otherwise, you know, if I bump in the street, I'm going to deal with you. Yeah, well, you kneecap him. But was, the conversation kept going. He said, what do you mean by that? You're threatening me. I says, no, I'm not threatening you. I'm just telling you, if I see you in the street, I'm going to spit at you. And he said, oh, OK. And that was it. But he didn't print that part. You know? no, no, that's extravagant language, Mick. That's uh, kneecapping or spitting at someone, that's still assault, Mick. Well, I don't you care. You know, if, he, if he's going <laughs> to if he's going to make me look like a liar and, and do all this stuff to sort of um, make me look bad when it's not true, well, of course I'm going to spit it in for him. Figuratively, you're going to spit it in. You wouldn't expectorate well, you know, and put I'm phlegm on his face. I probably wouldn't. But no, I mean, you wouldn't do that. Cause it was just a figure of speech. But just <laughs> saying, you know, I wouldn't be happy with it. You know, I'm not going to do anything about it. But 
So, so you've have you got cases currently running that you're trying to settle, or is this just? Or do you just take one case at a time, or uh, Look, how pre- is business we're, we're going? We're pretty busy, Sam. You know, there's there's a lot of people. Um, people are struggling in the industry. Yeah, there's a lot know, going under, and a lot threatening to go under. It's going to get a lot worse. I mean, last year there was 32 cranes in the air. I think this year there's eight. So that gives you an idea that you know, if it wasn't for the government work that's going on with the the tunnels and uh, the North East Link and whatever, I mean, the country would come to a standstill. You know, I mean, it's just mind-boggling what's going on at the moment. So. It's going to be it's going to be pretty rough next year, I think, and I hope it's not. But by all accounts, it looks like it's going to be. Well, so you have been um, taken off this case by the um, by the builder. Exactly right. And, and did, did you get on well with the builder? Well, he's a friend, more of a friend of my partner's, John Curie. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know him. Yeah, um, uh, one of the directors, anyway. And um, uh, he just said, mate, if you could please do us a favour. He said, the lawyers are talking to each other. They're going to maybe give us their, like I said, their, their guarantees, bank, bank guarantees or whatever. If I walk away, I said, mate, I'm happy to walk away. You know, and so. how's that going? Has it been resolved? Or is well, it I've, I've sort of let them be. And, yeah. and he'll keep me in the loop once things happen, I guess. Uh, just a matter of interest, Mick. Uh, why have you changed uh, the CFMEU, CF... Yep. Double MEU, they always leave the other yep. M out. I notice it's uh, it's got the Indigenous... You uh, used to be black and white flag, the CFMEU. The now it's the Indigenous it colours. The what are we doing there? What have we changed that for, just to placate our, uh, oh, our, our friends? I think they're just going with the flow. You know, they've what flow would that be? Well, the, the Aboriginal things seems to be the flavour of the month at the moment. Yeah, traditional builders, yeah, the, every, the yeah, Aboriginals? Yeah, well... What? No, look, I'm not going to... I'm not going to speak badly about the Aboriginal. No, I'm not speaking of, badly of, about them I've either. I've got a lot of dear friends who are Aboriginal. Uh, I love them. Mick, I'm not uh, speaking badly about them at no, all. No, I know. But look, I, I don't, to answer to your question, I really don't know why they've done that. Um, but I think that it just been, seems to be the way everything's going that way. Uh, well, yeah, but, but, but why is it? Well, we it was are their all, country. We are, it was their country. We've taken it off them. But I mean, you, know, you, 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 people like you, have built the country no, to what that, it is. But it, but we it haven't was, taken anything off anyone. We are here as one. Here and they were living in harmony. And they uh, well, what did you say then? The they, they were living in They were living everything in. they wanted and there wasn't an issue of that anything. Abs- and we came along and... and that and is absolute nonsense. Well, they've they've the they haven't been living America. in harmony at they've all. They've done the same thing in America. No, but we're talking about Australia. With the blacks and all that. Look, I... I... I uh, I don't agree with um, people picking on the Aborigines. I'll I'm not picking on the Aborigines. I know you're not picking, but I'm just saying I I support them. I know they've got their faults. I know, no, like no, we all have, there's no, good no, and bad no, everywhere. We, we support them because we're Australians. That, that, we, that's like this. It's divide. It's divisive to actually have one set of rules and one set of people uh, fighting. Uh, we are Australians, yeah. and. Uh, you say they were getting on well. They weren't getting on well at all before uh, settlement. Well, they were. They, they, they were not. They, they were all was, living they, in was, harmony. They, they had, were not. There they had all their own cures, up, all, of, all, all the fruit and vegetable and stuff they had. And, and, there was and hundreds of different tribes fighting and bickering, and that's why they came. That's why. Well, Anyhow, Mick, that's, that's, I, a, that's I, a part of life, unfortunately. But and, I, uh, I'm, I, when you say. I, when you say you're for, we're for the people who, we're for everyone who lives in this country, but 
the welcome to country and all that. What, what do we do that for, Mick? Look, I don't know. I don't know. It's probably and a question anyhow. you've got to ask Albanese. I mean... I mean, exactly. I don't know. I don't wasted know why five hundred million dollars worth of our money. I don't know why they do that. They, they should have given the indigenous people five hundred million dollars to improve their life without going on with all that nonsense. Yeah, well, yes, no. Right. Now, Mick, I've got off the subject here. Um, so, <laughs> holy mackerel! So, so, as we stand here, do you, is it likely that uh, the developer? To, what what are they developing? Incidentally, what it's do, a big. I don't know, 15, 20-storey building, whatever it is, 10-storey building in in Wellington Street, Collingwood. Oh, yes. Yeah, but it's all boarded up now. It's all boarded up. The whole joint's locked. And what, There's nothing happening there. There's security guard walking around. They've tried to get other builders involved, but I think the builders have been spoken to that uh, they, couldn't, they couldn't complete unless sort, things are sorted. And they're 100% right. I mean, these people, if they're owed money, they're entitled to get paid. You know, why should this bloke, you know, get on his high horse because he's a, a journalist with connections to the age and thinks he's above the law and can do what he likes? Do, do, do you mate. think he thinks that big, or he's well, just obviously because you know here he is trying to tell me let's catch up and let's we'll sit down and do this and all the all the other people in the age saying yes, Mick, we'll get him to a round table, but all they're doing is all taping me, trying to make me fall over and make it make me look bad. So he looks good. I mean, please. So on the very off chance someone hears this, <laughs> like those people, or it gets back to them, I wouldn't think they'd listen to this pissy little podcast oh, called I, You yeah, Cannot yeah, Be I'll Serious because sure there's only about 70,000 a week listen to it. Uh, <laughs> what, what do you think they'd make of this conversation? They'd say, I'm sitting here trying to back you and I'm, I'm only just interested because I know you. I just, I'm, I just, I'm interested to know, has this been a dent to your reputation or, or, uh, to, or to your, um, your, your ability to um, handle things and, and settle matters or not? Look, Sam, I... I I really appreciate one thing, that you pride yourself on the truth, and and as far as I'm concerned, you've always done things the right way. You might a lot of people don't agree with what you do and and say or whatever, but I think you're a straight shooter. And when it comes to things like this, you know, you've given me an opportunity to come here and tell my side. No one else would do that. It hasn't dented my pride. It hasn't caused me any grief. It hasn't stopped me from getting any work. It hasn't. It hadn't affected me at all in any way. Only that they've told a heap of lies. And that's what I get dirty on. You know, tell the truth. I've got no issue with the truth. You know, if anyone's got a problem with me, it's the truth, mate, I'll bow my head. But if you're going to tell a lie, mate, you know, I get dirty. Has anyone ever intimidated you, Mick, or threatened you that you've thought, oh, my word, I better be careful of what's going on here? Or are you pretty... I was going to say bulletproof. I, that's no, I'm bad not bulletproof, to... Sam. I'm not bulletproof. I'm a, I'm a grandfather, you know, grandfather of five living down the peninsula trying to mind my own business, doing my own little thing. Uh, I'm not bulletproof, mate. I, uh, you know, th- there's always someone better and, and, and smarter and, and, and everything. I, look, I, I, I go along and I, I treat people the way they treat me. If someone treats me with respect, they get the same. They want to go the other way, well, they'll get the same there too. So that's who I am, and I brought my kids up to be the same way, and I think that. Uh, All that's right, the best well, way Mick, to be. maybe we'll, we'll maybe Mr. Marion Guzman and Mr. Mr. Um, Walkley Award, Mr. McKenzie might get in touch with you, or some media organisation might say, 
Well, we might revisit this because um, we like to have uh, be reasonably fair if we're reporting the news. We're not just reporters or giving a comment. If we are in the political arena of uh, trying to be fair, maybe they will revisit you, Mick, even though they think you're a Melbourne identity. I've got a feeling you're pretty well known across Australia and I've got... The uh, English-speaking world, I've got a feeling you're well known, Mick, so I think that's a bit of a furphy to say it's only a Melbourne story. I think they're keeping their powder dry a little, but what would I know? Let me tell you one thing, mate. Anyone approaches me, I'm not interested in talking to anyone. I've spoke to you because you've given me, like I said, you've given me the opportunity to tell my side of the story and I respect that very much. Anyone else wants to talk to me about this, mate, I'm not interested. Unless it's law enforcement or something like that where I'm forced to... Different story, but I'm not interested. They've all had their opportunity. They've all knocked it on the head for whatever reason. Well, that's their business. Don't come back again. Simple as that. Mick Gatto, thank you very much uh, for coming in and speaking to us on You Cannot Be Serious. Thanks very much, Sam. Thank you. Happy Christmas.